We're here with the Gratitude Podcast. This is Daniel Hack, and we've got Frankie Vignone here. Super excited to talk about the Happy Now Triangle and really this different take on a gratitude mindset. So Frankie, can you go into what the Happy Now Triangle is? Yeah, for sure. So the Happy Now Triangle was uh, formed in the sauna with you probably like a year ago or so at this point. Um, and really the the premise behind it is to um, be grateful for what you've got now, work towards your ultimate goals, and then have faith doing it. So the three things that it consists of are gratitude, action, and faith. And the reason why I thought of it is because a lot of people can stay too far in the present moment, but not take action on their goals or just have so much faith that things are gonna work out, but they're actually not taking action. So it kind of hits all three components where you're grateful for what you've got, you believe that your future will continue to get better, but you take action between where you are and where you wanna be. I love that because it gives a tangible of the three things you can right. do because some people will be in one place or the other, like I'm just gonna have faith yeah. and trust that God is gonna provide, right. but then they're sitting on the couch. Totally. So do you, within that triangle of gratitude inspired action, um, and faith, do you also utilize gratitude for that future of like feeling grateful for whatever you're believing will happen? Yeah, and you taught me this too, where it's every single morning I'm sitting down, I'm writing, what, I'm, what am I grateful for now? Um, what do I want in the future? What are my declarations? So that looks like, I mean, for example, my wife and I, Janelle, just got a house and we've been writing, we were homeowners for over a year now. So it's being grateful for things that we don't have yet. And that was one of the things and practices I've learned from you where you're actually grateful for something that you don't have and believing that you're going to get it. But you bring in those feelings into the present moment and your brain, you can actually trick your brain because it doesn't know the difference between like where you are now and where you're going. So you can actually feel the feelings of that thing or accomplishment or person that you're dreaming for right now in the present moment. Right, and then yeah. your body goes towards that when right. you feel those emotions. Well, I love that. So tell us a little bit more uh, about your house and how the Happy Now Triangle and utilizing that tangible framework ended up getting you your dream house. Yeah, I mean, the house was a total, total God story, but using the Happy Now Triangle, um, we focus on number one, we're grateful for the house that we're going to get, but also more importantly, potentially is the fact that we're grateful for where we live, the lifestyle that we have now, the house that we're in now. We're not, we're not like waiting to be happy, <laughs> happy now. Once we get the house, we're like we were very happy and content and excited for the life that we were living right now. And we were focused on like, what are we grateful for? We're grateful that we live in an amazing city. We're grateful we have amazing friends and like thinking about all the things that our current house provided. And then we were also having that faith for, we will get the dream house or our next house eventually. So that was the faith part. So that was present and future, but then we were taking action. I mean, we went and uh, we went all in. Like <laughs> we were, it was literally a, a part-time job where we were every single weekend spending three, four hours on Saturday and Sunday looking at houses. Every single free second we had, we were taking action, looking at Zillow, looking at Redfin, talking to realtors, talking to people like you that actually know people in the community. So we were like going all in massive action. And I think by the time Janelle, my wife and I were done 
um, looking at the houses we calculated, it was over like a hundred different houses that we had seen between wow. like open houses and like working with our poor realtor. Like he showed us so many houses and, um, we put in, I think over 15 different offers. And like, so we were taking action too. It wasn't just sitting there like, I'm so grateful that we have this house. And then I'm so grateful we're going to get our dream home and like sitting on the couch and like hoping it happened. And like we law of attraction it. we like did that, but also took the all out massive action. That was like our number one goal and focus during that season of our life. I love that. Yeah. And then to tell us how you actually ended up getting that house through some of that action that you took. Cause it's interesting that it's not always the action. It can be the little steps that we yeah. take, right? So you took the steps to look at the houses, right. but there's a couple other dynamics that you'll see that we can get to our goal, not even from or totally. whatever our vision, not from the path that we always, right. uh, you know, will will think. And right. that's what's amazing that I see. Yeah. I mean, long story short, we, like I said, we had kind of done it the traditional way where put in offers, gone and saw the open houses, worked with our realtor on everything that was like listed on the MLS. But during that time too, we also just in general wanted to get in a better living situation for like working from home and more space and stuff like that. So like during that journey of looking at houses to buy, we went and looked at um, some rental properties to lease. And during that time, we met this guy who was leasing out this property. And we decided, like going with our faith, part of the triangle and the gratitude that we had for what we were believing for, we decided to pass on renting out a property and continue to um, go and try and buy our own house versus just leasing something. And my wife, Janelle, got this idea and thought from God that we need to stay in touch with this guy. Um, that was going to rent out his property to us. And we didn't really stay in touch with him. But like three months later, she, my wife was like, hey, we should reach out to him and see how he's doing. And he, we checked in with him and he said, um, I'm doing great. I also have this house that I would love to sell to you guys. And um, just completely out of the blue, completely random. We're like, okay, cool. Like how much? What's the size? Where is it? And it like checked pretty much every single box that we wanted. It was at the exact price point that we could afford be- before going into like a jumbo loan and having to spend all this money that we didn't have. And it was, again, just a total God thing, but also like using the triangle because we had the faith, because we had the gratitude of like being content and happy where we were today, but also we were taking all out massive action. And like anybody that we talked to, it's like, hey, I'm Frankie and I'm also looking for a house if you know anybody. <laughs> so it was like part of that story. So to your point, like if you're open uh, by using this triangle and thinking about gratitude, action, and faith, things are going to start to come into your life because you are believing for them, but you're also taking action. And part of our action during that time was meeting with this guy and like planting the seed. Hey, we want to buy a house, texting him. You never know, like don't leave any stone unturned. So yeah, it was a total God thing and totally unexpected, but it's because we were doing those three things within the triangle. And I love that. And I think one of the powerful aspects is that within gratitude, there's two different dynamics, right? There's the gratitude of feeling the emotion for when that happens and and declaring that, but also being grateful for what you have now. Right. So if you're coming from a place of scarcity of, I'm going to be happy when, but I'm going to use this same uh, structure and this same framework, but I'm not actually happy with where I am right now. I'm not grateful for what I have, but I will be once I get that dream house but I'm going to use all of these things. But I think it's so powerful. And even the way you speak about it is I am grateful for the life that I live. I right. love my ha- the place that I have, my friends, my community, everything that you currently have. Yeah. And that the next one is just like a, 
a next step, right? Yeah. That's V2. For sure. And just continuing to, to have both of those dynamics. So what are some things that you do to help to kind of anchor you and make sure that you are grateful where you are? Um, because you, it sounds like you were very powerful and you continue to be yeah. in that, um, being happy with where you are. Um, one thing Janelle and I talk about is, is living the millionaire lifestyle. I can't remember who we got it from. I think it was like Tim Ferriss and four hour work week or something like that. Everybody wants like this millionaire lifestyle, right? And if you really think about like what the quote unquote millionaire lifestyle to you is, it's, it's probably like having time to relax, having time to like be present, having time to do cool and fun experiences. So one thing that we do is, I mean, luckily we live in San Diego, but you could do this anywhere. It's easy to feel like a millionaire when you live in San Diego, but, um, we live close to this like uh, resort and they have these lawn chairs out in the front. So like once a month or so, we actually haven't done this recently, but we'll go take a walk half a mile from where we live and just go lay in the lounge chairs for like an hour and like hang out and talk about life and like pretend like we're on vacation and like living this millionaire lifestyle, like taking a break during the middle of the week on a Wednesday. And if you think about it, like people want to be millionaires or wealthy because like it affords them these unique experiences. So it might not be like hanging out on a lawn chair, lawn chair with your um, with your wife or friends. It might be going on a trip. It might be like having a conversation with like a high level business owner, like whatever that looks like to you, you can probably find a way to do it like today. And that's that's the way that we anchor in on as we're driving towards our dreams and having that millionaire lifestyle, you can actually do some of those things today and you can do them often. You can do them consistently. And then that's just going to bring in more and more of that into your life. Wow. That's so good. I didn't even know <laughs> yeah. you do that. So I love what you do there because one, what you're doing there is totally free. Yeah. Uh, my dad actually used to teach me how to sneak into resorts and you just grab the towel <laughs> yes, right when you get so in true. and put it on the chair. So right. if anyone wants to use that, uh, that trick, but what's so powerful there is what you're doing is you're living and utilizing visualization yeah. and then experiencing it. Yeah. So one of the uh, budgeting tools that I have is actually a certain percentage of what I make is put towards a budget to go and spend like I have a different level yeah. of income. So go to the nicest place up in Rancho mm-hmm. Santa Fe in, in San Diego yeah. and go spend that money like I have that different amount of income or you figured out a way to do it for free, so I love that. <laughs> but whatever that is, and I like that you even, you talked about, hey, it could be living at a resort, it could be talking to that person, but let's think about what is that life that you wanna live, or you talk about a millionaire, and if you're, whatever you visualize of what a millionaire's life is, that's probably what you want, right? right. It could be time freedom, like yeah. being able to spend a Wednesday at a resort. It could be access to certain levels of people right. would be the reason that, that you'd want it. So whatever it is specifically for you to spend that time of, of visualizing that and then go out and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Take a half day on yeah. a Friday or yeah. have your lunch at, at uh, the lawn chairs for sure. on the beach. So I love that. Yeah. It's just creating the space and, and, and not waiting until you have like a certain amount of money in your bank account or until you have a certain title. So like you feel worthy enough to reach out to somebody or whatever it is. Like it's, it's doing the thing that you can do right now. And usually it has to do with like imposter syndrome or, Oh, I got to wait until I'm ready to reach out. Like do it now. That's what right. it comes down to. And I love that. And as I've seen you as somebody who takes that action, that inspired yeah. action to such a high level. Is there anything that, that you would suggest or you, you find to that you do successfully that could help 
everyone else's we're like okay frankie this is amazing i'm in let's do it yeah like think about talking to yourself five years ago before you knew about this what are some tips or tricks or what are some suggestions you have to be able to make sure you're taking that action um, I mean, it's it's for it's taking the time to think about what you want and like how you want your life mm-hmm. to look and how you want your life to be set up. So many people just go through life kind of like a leaf in the wind, and they're just like, "All right, well, you know, I'm 21, so I'm supposed to graduate college, and I'm supposed to get this certain type of job, and I'm supposed to then become a you know, if we're in sales, supposed to become a manager in sales, and I'm supposed to become a VP, and then I'm supposed to retire when I'm 65 years old, and all these things, it's like, yeah, that's a good path, but think about how do you want your life to look and reverse engineer it. So it's, if I want to have a millionaire lifestyle or whatever it is, it's what are the things I need to be doing now? So I would say the number one thing you can do is is spend half a day, or it doesn't even need to be half a day, an hour, like reflecting on where you are now and where you wanna go. And like, what are those gaps between there? And start doing micro actions, um, to get to where you are, where you are now to where you want to go and break it down to really small habits. Like it could just be that hour of spending time on, on a lounge chair. It could be reaching out to that one person, but like just do that one or two things in the moment. Yeah. I love that. And it's, um, within that it's, we, a lot of us get into this autopilot, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm in work, I'm in college and I'm supposed to get a job and I'm here. And you never look at like, well, actually we are the creator of our own life and we can, you can go into the stream of whatever corporate job or Mm -hmm. whatever job uh, is out there, or you can create it and utilize whatever that is to get you to where you want to go. Right. Uh, So I think that's, but, and that's the thing that I personally didn't, didn't do for a long time and it was actually meditation that led me to start to think about my thoughts to Mm -hmm. then actually reflect and be aware of okay well what does actually make me happy what are the things that I want to have in my life so that's really powerful yeah and and just like you said it's your own life it's not what your parents want or what your friends are Mm -hmm. doing and I mean for a long time like I love my dad and he's I'm successful because of him but it's oh you need to take this job you need to do this next thing you need to do that next thing and um, that's good. And I've followed that, but also like, there's also, there's a different path too, potentially. So it's, it, it's the both and kind right. of thing. And I love that too, because you said you're successful because of your dad. I yeah. think your dad is one of the reasons you are successful 100%. because of the amazing things that he taught you. But right. like anything, it wasn't every single thing because yeah. there's certain things that you then had to go and be right. your, your own person for. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's so powerful is our parents or whoever those people in our lives that we're learning from, we can take what we yeah. want or not take, but learn from them right. what we want and then continue to grow and be like, okay, I really like that. Or maybe that doesn't connect with me. Right. Uh, so I think that's so powerful because a lot of us, and especially growing up in like an athletic culture where yeah. I know for me, a lot of my performance-based validation for came sure. from sports and getting good grades and mm-hmm. parents and stuff like that. And so for me to, to actually do something because I wanted to do it, not because I wanted to make my mom proud or yeah. my dad who's not even here proud yeah. was a big breakthrough for me to actually check in with myself. Right. Yeah. And to honor my dad, I mean, and I'd, I'd bet this is a case for 99 times out of 100 where if you go to them, like I went to my dad and I said, hey, I want to quit corporate America and become an entrepreneur. This is when I was like 24. And at first he was like, ah, oh, do you think you should do that? And like we had some conversations, but he listened and he was open. And then after three or four talks where we we worked through it and he was just giving me advice he's like you have my full blessing like go for it and 
I think you'll find that when people are originally giving you resistance, not that you need their approval, but if you go to them and say, this is what I want to do, they're going to support you. And at the end of the day, if they don't support you, like, are they really, should they really be in your corner anyways? Right. And that was the case for my dad. I mean, uh, that's a whole nother story. Like I've, I completely flopped on that, taught me a lot of lessons, got back into corporate America and I'm super happy now and working on some other things. But I think the people around you that you're seeking approval from, they're actually your biggest cheerleaders and biggest fans. You just got to come to them authentically. Right. And I love that because it's coming to them. It's, hey, it took three to four times to be able to paint the picture and yeah. go into that. But then I think there's also the other dynamic of parents. If you think about the role of a parent, so like, let's say you're, you're, what your dad did, once mm -hmm. you gave him all the information, he's, you had his whole blessing. Right. Sometimes parents, it's not that way because if you think about the role of a parent and even back to like humans at, at, at the beginning, yeah. uh, parents are designed to keep us safe, right? right? So anytime, <laughs> going out of corporate America, which is safe, into sure. being an entrepreneur yeah. or into doing anything else, right. they they want to keep you safe. That's, right. that's hardwired into them, especially mothers, mm -hmm. that sometimes they won't encourage that. And just to be aware, like, hey, I understand that, that there might be some resistance here. Right. I'm going to paint the picture. I'm going to do the actions to make sure to uh, paint that picture. But at the end of the day, there may still be, based off of the role of a parent, it's mm -hmm. not anything against them. Right. It's just... It's the nature. They, it's the nature yeah. of, of who they are. So. Yeah, it's true. I love that. Yeah. Well, Frankie, this has been an amazing conversation. For sure. It's been uh, fun. Always, always a great time talking to you. So we appreciate you coming on. Also wanted to show because Frankie didn't dive too deep into the conversation, but Frankie has had this happy now triangle uh, in that head of his. And it was through a conversation. Um, I've got a sauna in my backyard. And so through a conversation that, that we actually, um, coined it the happy now triangle frankie's idea frankie's uh vision i just helped with the name execution of it. yeah so we make a good team and now what we have is actually on the inside of each of our gratitude boxes is the happy now Let's triangle. Go. so maybe we'll get frankie to smile with what has now become part of really a core concept of of what we want to help facilitate um into the world so frankie thank you not only for this conversation but for all the people that you're going to impact because of that triangle, because of that seeing those things, and because of the inspiration, gratitude, and yeah. faith that will be instilled in them because of that. Keep changing the world, man. <laughs> <laughs>